This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. to Buzz Anfield Index's brand new entertainment podcast and we're moving away from TV in this one. We're going on to the movies and something that's recently been um, released on cinema. Uh, Jordan Peele, the genius, has released us and to discuss that I have a filmmaker as well here to talk to me about it. It's Iqbal Mohammed. Iqbal, how are you doing, buddy? Um, great, Gags. Thanks for having me on again. No, no worries, man. I think this one is one of maybe your most favourite recent movies. <laughs> we it had is. to have you on because you were telling me to go watch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. For that particular reason, I was like, look, we've got to do a pod on this because there's so many questions, so many discussions. Uh, can be had. You know, so many, yeah, exactly. And, and I think for that the we could talk about. first time in a long time, it's a movie that has people that have watched it talking about theories about the film in terms of what it meant and like that's that's something beautiful because sometimes you just go in and focus on the story how it was laid out the acting the 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 you know the performances and all that but all those things just really merge into this one movie here that gives us so much to talk about afterwards but before we get there give uh if there are listeners of this pod um uh, well, there will be listeners. If there are any listeners that don't know who Jordan Peele is, maybe a little bit of background on, on Jordan Peele and some of the work he's done that you enjoy uh, before this. Oh, well, his, his debut film was Get Out, and um, that that basically he broke the mold with everything horror. He just basically 
I didn't think it was that much of a horror. Like, I'm not a massive fan of horror, but one thing I am a fan of is something, yeah, exactly, a thriller fan, but not just that, something that has a twist, something that's relatable, especially if you're a person of colour or working class like this one, which is what I think it represents. Um, So, I mean, I'm I'm just a massive fan of his, really, and Get Out was was a fantastic film a couple of years ago, one of my best films of that year. Um, in the last five years, really. Totally agree with you on that. I think when I watched Get Out, and I didn't watch it on the cinema, I watched it afterwards, and uh, uh, when I watched it, I just thought to myself, wow, wow, what a movie that was. And, and to be honest, it, it when I found out he was making another one so quickly, I think he makes around one a year, right? I, that was, what, two years ago, I think. Yeah, then has he that made was Black Klansman his? No, he, was, he produced, produced that one. Right, so he, he produced, produced executive produced that. Spike Lee directed it. Um, I think that, that did really well as well. I mean, yeah. any anything with the uh, African-American protagonist, you know, it's uh, I, everybody wants, everyone wants Jordan Peele involved. I mean, he's on to a winner. I think everyone's going to watch his next film as well, because, I mean, this, the guy's bringing out hit after hit. He's got um, The Twilight Zone coming on soon as well, which, you know, is going to be a TV show, which is going to be a hit as well, I'm sure of Which it. Me, so, we uh, may end up covering on this show yes. at some point. Which... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest with you, uh, Get Out was superb. Maybe we should one day cover that on the show as well. But yeah. I just thought, how can he top that? You know, it was a really good film. How could he continue uh, to produce something so so good with with another good script as well? And I think the beauty of us is is the script. Yeah, really, is the script. It's yeah. as tight as can be. Mm. I think from Get Out, we, which won an Oscar for best original screenplay, you know, for you know, rightly so. To be fair, it was the best script. Um, along with, I think, The Big Sick that year, which was which was fantastic. But all his scripts are very tight. They're very, very tight. They have a hidden meaning, not necessarily hidden, but, you know, it's it's there for you to discuss at the end of it. And even though this film was very, very different to Get Out and not linked directly to Get Out, it still, it was still, like, it was, it was, it was tight. It was extremely tight. Absolutely. And uh, I think let's let's kick off with that then. So I mean, the movie yeah. starts off. Let's let's set the scene, shall we? And uh, everybody at home is obviously listening to this, having watched it. So, from your point of view, um, the intrigue begins right in the first ten fifteen minutes. Uh, from my point of view, I felt like the mother was an idiot here for leaving her <laughs> daughter with a drunk with a drunk husband you never <laughs> if you're a parent you never do that that doesn't happen but yeah um this is where it all got really interesting wasn't it and yeah what did this girl see because you don't see anything all you see is another girl with a back to to you know the protagonist um mm. uh which way is it is it is it adelaide i think her name is yeah i Ad- well, Adelaide's the mum, I think it's... Oh, sorry, um, yeah, of course she's... So, yeah, yeah so yeah. you're referring to the young, obviously the young Adelaide, right? Yeah, so I think yeah, that's yeah. what you're talking about, yeah, the yeah, young yeah, Adelaide. Yeah, 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 yeah so it's Adelaide, of course. And But the reason why the back was turned was to set the scene, because if the, cause what that does is it doesn't only just um, create suspense, but it shows you the fact that it's not a mirror. 
that yeah. she's in. Yeah. So that's the reason why the back was towards a little girl when she walked in. But me being me, <laughs> I watched the trailer a number of times. You're crazy, so I, man. I, yeah, I know. But I just love the trailer. I love the soundtrack. I love everything about it. I love the edit. And what I like to do with Jordan Peele's films are try to figure out what the actual film is about. And I tell you, even though I was wrong, I understood or had theories of the twist after that first scene. And I was watching the rest of the film, basically knowing the twist because I kind of got it. Because from the trailer itself, it shows the little kid getting strangled by the other one, which I thought could have just been some sort of imagination. But actually in the film, it was two people. So I thought, look, this has got to be a switch. This is something must have happened. I mean, that's just typical Jordan Peele to reveal something so late on. But, you know, that didn't stop me enjoying any of that film, to be honest with you, because even with the twist at the end, it still gave me chills. I especially can't in that believe last you knew the twist. I got it. I got it because, do you know what? I wasn't even on my own. So my, my, French, my friend can vouch for me here. I was like, look, that's not the same one. It's not the same. It's like, ah, okay, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, it eventually, eventually I, f- I figured it out. And then all the way through, it was as if I was watching this film for the second time because I knew something wasn't quite right. I knew the Adelaide was a switch. Um, and see, like everybody was commenting on that trailer about how the, how uh, Adelaide was, was out of sync with the beat and stuff. Yeah. I thought that's a bit, that's a bit weird. <laughs> that's a bit weird. Um, but it all made sense, you know, it all made sense towards the end. So before we get there, I think, mm-hmm. I think the beauty of it is that you could watch this movie for the oh, first yeah. time and yeah. actually feel like, holy shit, this is creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so you would go in and you'd think, why the fuck is this family on the end of this? And yeah, the, at the end of the, this, you know, at the end of the street or, you know, at the end of the drive. And it really freaks you the fuck out when you, when you yeah. start thinking about, cause they set it up with all these, um, the, the, the start of the film, they say there's so many tunnels yeah. in the US, you know? Well, that's, that's true. Um, but the thing is, I didn't know any of that. See, yeah. all that was new and this hands across America, I didn't know any of that either. I don't know what, 1986. So I was born 84. Obviously, I didn't know anything about that. Apparently it was, um, is a massive disappointment in the American history because only six, 16 million people turned up and they're expecting like three or four times as many. So that, according to Jordan Peele, was freaky in itself and I found it pretty crazy. Um, wow. But yeah, I mean, from the trailer, you, you don't gather any of these facts. You don't understand what he's trying to say or the, the, what the setup's going to be. You just think, oh, it's just people look like them. You don't necessarily believe yeah, or, or think doppelgangers because it, yeah, it just exactly. comes across as you think, "What the fuck's this?" And then obviously, yeah, they they try and explain it in the movie that where your shadows and yeah. there's always every single everybody in the US mm. USA has a shadow, yeah. um, and at that point, there's loads of things going on. She's freaking out. She's like, "Let's leave the country. Let's go anywhere." Let's go to, yeah. you picked up on this because we spoke about Mexico. it. Let's go to Mexico. Because, like, here's the thing. When I came back home, I, I I couldn't sleep because, not because it was scary, because there were just so many things that I didn't pick up when I watched it. 
well, I'd love to watch it. You know, I'd love to watch it again. But certain things that she was saying, like, actually, that makes sense now. Let's go to Mexico and, you know, stuff stuff like that, really. Yeah, and, but, and yeah. the reason being, we'll, we'll talk about it, is why would Mexico not have shadows whereas America will? But we'll get to that at the end, your theory, one of your theories. Yes. Um, so going through the, <laughs> yeah. the movie, I mean, the, 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 the thrill of the, the movie is these guys running. And I think they set it up beautifully. I think they do so good by saying that the daughter is, um, is a runner. They want her, they have aspirations of her going to the Olympics, you know. One of her things was yeah. run, you know, so she sprinted to her getting away from the villain is her, her shadow is, yeah, makes sense. Um, there's stuff about the, the boy being kind of like, you know, having magic tricks here and there and, and, mm-hmm. and everywhere. And that kind of yeah. comes to, to his aid. Um, the mom, we we know we we get we gather as the story unfolds when we think mm-hmm. it's her that's just seen something and she's quiet and in our head he's planting Jordan Peele's planting oh this mother's got some issues you know depression yeah. issues and mm-hmm. it's coming through and then the dad kind of is just a dad he's funny and he's yeah has dad he's jokes ca- yeah but his character was was quite soft in in my opinion. Um, didn't really give much to it, but I thought the performance was great. I mean, but the character I wasn't necessarily fond of. To I, be fair. I thought he was funny. I thought he was just okay. as regular dad. Yeah, regular dad, yeah. He was a regular, he didn't have anything special about him. They didn't try and make no. him into Superman. He was yeah. very vulnerable, uh, yeah. because he got hurt early on by his shadow. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that human element made it good because I, yeah. we don't want to see I mean, a hero yeah. that's going to yeah, exactly. walk straight it, through someone. It's got to be realistic. This guy yeah, is true, just. True. I you think know. the focus was on Adelaide, Lupita and Nyong'o. That's, that's what it was. That's what it was all about. That yeah. was the Oscar nominated performance in that film. Yeah. Definitely. She was magnificent when she, Lupita, yeah. she is unbelievable in this film. She is. Yeah. In both roles, by the way, not just the one. I think she, yes. she was. Oh, that was, that was pretty scary. <laughs> with the shadow when she <laughs> starts red. speaking, yes. you're like, what the oh, fuck yes. is this? Like, whoa. Well, yeah. in fact, red is. Well, yeah, she's red, but she's Adelaide, really, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when we exactly. get to it, but yeah. So, I mean, I think that all of that, the, the run, the chase, I think the, I think the violence is on point. Um, mm. especially when they start getting to, um, Elizabeth Moss's family. And obviously their yeah. family is portrayed as proper show offs and, you know, yeah. high, high class type. I mean, if you want to talk about, yeah. Um, Game of Thrones, hard. We've been talking Game of Thrones for fucking th- two and a half hours. Highborns, <laughs> you know, they're, they're like the highborns here. Yeah. And yeah. You, you know how he's sitting on his chair, relaxing, don't want to move. Yeah. You know, it's just hilarious, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> and then, and then, I mean, their, their end is, is gruesome. Yeah. But you see, if you notice, you kind of understand why it was so quick because no other family, no other person took long to kill. You know the uh, doppelgangers or the real people. If you think about how quickly they died, you obviously under- understood there was some sort of background, some sort of history as to why Adelaide took or Red took a long time to kill Adelaide. She was playing with her, so there must have been something sinister, uh, something there. There was there was, there was a take reason. A time. Yeah, but we didn't know. We didn't know. That's we why she know, took yeah. her time. Yeah, yeah that's why she took time. Whereas everyone else was just killing someone straight away. She had a revenge and, motive. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, and, and we, that's why. 
Yeah, so we first pick up that the tether that are here when we see the guy who had Jeremiah 11, 11 going into the actual um, going into an actual ambulance, right? Because that was the one above ground, and the one that Jason saw was the one below ground who had just killed him, who had just come up. Yes. So. So that's why. And remember that's that why, guy yeah. is seen in the first scene when yes. Adelaide, when she's little and she sees, she sees the eleven eleven sign, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, exactly, mm. exactly that. Yeah, so it's all very clever, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so it's all it's all kicking off at that point, and um, yeah. you're right. That's that that is the distinction between the two families' deaths the, the, mm. and the, and the difference. One has a revenge motive; they get away. Yeah. They're clever. I thought the yeah. stuff in the boat was hilarious. The setup of the boat and then the usage of the boat. <laughs> I thought they yeah. added really good humour yeah. into into a but serious moment from the dad. That's what he does. That's what he does in every film. It feels as if there's some sort of, you know, aspect of comedy in every single one of his horrors. It, he just has it. He just has something that is quite funny. <laughs> You yeah, because the dad falling is such a dad thing to do. He falls in the boat first, and yeah. then he's in the boat, and he's like breaks out of this thing, breaks out of his little bag, and then he's like the other guy's legs trapped, and then he's falling out. Ah, oh, it just, yeah. it's just hilarious at times. Yeah. But then obviously it, it does all come good for him. He 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 destroys um, what is it? Abraham is it? So um, that that was that was very <laughs> good. That was, I thought yeah. that was very good. Um, yeah. And then what was, what was next? So you, you basically find they're moving on. And as it gets, the story comes out, the story is coming out mm. everywhere that it's everyone in the US. So you start seeing this big red line forming. Now yeah. you, you had a, a totally different theory on this, didn't you? Well, in America, there's something called redlining, mm. um, which is basically a discriminatory practice. Um, that's, Basically, where all the banks and insurance companies like the limit loans and and everything like that, you know. So you've got people, you've got people who aren't able to get these certain things because there's, and I think that's sort of a metaphor as to why it was red and redlining for that particular reason, and why Adelaide's doppelganger was called red for that particular reason. And I think that's the reason why everything in this film was red. I'm trying to say, look, there's people out there. Um, on the other side of poverty that live beneath us who don't have a voice and they're just trying to rise but they just can't rise because we're not allowing them to rise beneath us not as in like underground like the film says but beneath us well, metaphorically it's, a, it's a, metaphorical they, yeah, yeah exactly yeah that they are just the the, the middle class people mm-hmm. who can't ra- rise up because they yeah. are so stuck in their financial yeah. ways and and way of life and just providing for every, everybody in their families is, is a, is a struggle. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. Unbelievable. See, cause I didn't even think of it like that. I didn't even think that there was a meaning to the movie in well, that way. Exactly. I, well, I, when I watched it, I watched it with my brother and my friend and they were like, but they don't, they, they have, haven't mentioned anything about the tunnels and what they mean. And actually, well, we're not supposed to be told. We're supposed to think about what it actually means. You know, whereas, whereas my, my brother, who I went to, to watch the film with, he likes to get told what to think. 
Um, whereas I like to actually think for myself is metaphorically, this is what he's trying to say. Like in the same way, we get out. He's not trying to say, look, there's white people stealing the brains or the bodies of black people. That, you know, it's metaphorical. Like, you know, you are using black people to, you know, sort of, you are using them as slaves in a certain way. You know, their body for your, for your cause. And, and that's basically what he's trying to say with this film, with, with us. You know, there's people living beneath us, beneath us metaphorically, who don't have a voice. Amazing. Amazing, mate. That's, that's, yeah. you know, uh, from a filmmaker to have that meaning inside this movie, the way he made the movie yeah. is nothing short of genius for me, I think. Yeah. Personally. Exactly. I think, I think that was the actual winner. Um, that was the message from the film. That was the, that was a winning point from the film rather than the actual twist at the end. You know, we could figure out the twist and still enjoy this film. Honestly, you really could. Yeah. And I was, and I was thinking the whole, I did, you know, when we were getting into there, I was saying to, um, I was saying to the person next to me, I was just like, you know what? This looks like she's, she's been, it, the girls have been switched. Like, nah, I can't be. Yeah. It's like the girls might have been switched, you know. This could be weird, but even when I was thinking the girls had been switched, I wasn't thinking deep enough because I was so, like, you know, in, yeah, I was you, so into the think, movie. I wasn't yeah. thinking, you know, and then when they lay it out and mm. they lay it out and she starts talking to her and saying, you know, and they start going through the flashback, I kind of start realizing that, was, that I, yeah, was, I was supporting the wrong woman. Yeah, you're supporting the wrong family from the picket from no, the not beginning. the family because the, the other family, three, the, the, women, th- yeah, the other three are all right. It's just her. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Um, I mean, that's why that is so good because you're like, oh gosh, you know, I did not. I want to watch this again so I can feel what I should have been feeling from the beginning. And that's why it's so good. That's why you want to go watch it again because you feel bad for the actual protagonist. Um, but the bit that got me was was the whistling. I was like, because oh. I I didn't I didn't really notice the whistling that was coming back in the wall of mirrors, right? Mm. And there must have been a reason why she wanted to kill her so bad. And I think that was it. I think we should have all got it by then from the whistling because the reveal was actually revealed after that scene when they were in the car, right? Or was it some, like, yeah, exactly. So, and actually we should have known, like, how did she know where to go? (laughs) Like, there was, there was that uh, mirror and then she walked behind the mirror down the escalator into, like, how did she know? Like, you should have known at that point, gosh, they have been switched. Exactly. How did she know where to go? Exactly. How did she know what, what, you know, she just walked through it and she killed, she smashed that thing. We laughed because we thought that, that it was a, you know, she'd seen it before. Yeah. So when you look at it now, when that cuckoo yeah. clock thing comes, <laughs> yeah, we, we thought it scared us in the start. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But the second time she's just not asked with it. She just destroys it. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't the same person that got scared by it. No, exactly so she that. reacts totally differently, but there were other signs, mate. The signs of when she kills that, the, yeah. the, the other girls, the, the, the yeah. Elizabeth Moth's, uh, shadows yeah. tethered versions, when yeah, she kills her and then Jason sees yeah, his own Jason mom behaving yeah. like one of them. Yeah. And she's like and screaming, she's lost control. And yeah. then you start thinking back and going, Oh my God, she was saying she's coming for me. This girl's coming for me. Why would the girl be coming for you? Mm-hmm. you exactly. Know? 
Yeah. And she's coming from me. And, and then when you say, let's go to Mexico, because it doesn't happen in Mexico. Yeah, because she, she won't be knows able to her. she's she won't from. Be able to follow in Mexico. Yeah, she knows that there's no tunnels in Mexico and that people over there don't have the shadows underneath. Yeah. Exactly Unbe- that. Just yeah. unbelievable way of when you go and watch it. I haven't watched it a second. I can't wait to watch this movie for a but, second time. Here's the thing, like even when she was on the beach, notice she she was having strawberries, and I think that that gave something away as well because if you are conditioned to eat raw meat, like anything other than raw meat is going to, I mean raw meat is, meat is not going to satisfy you. You don't want to be like linked to anything down there. So I think she was because she didn't drink either, did she? No, she was like, oh, so. I, oh, this is my water. I've got some water. I don't want any. I don't want. A, I don't want an alcoholic beverage. So I think some must be some sort of significance to that. Maybe she wants to keep being control of herself or whatever. But the strawberries, I think, gave it away as well. She was acting a bit weird, you know, all the way through that scene. Unbelievable! It was mm-hmm. it was fantastic. And then once you find once the reveal happens and they show the the switch and how she strangles her and drags her down, ties her up. Oh, and gosh. then again, you get the link because she handcuffed yeah. her to the, yeah. to the bed. She handcuffed her back to the table. Exactly. And those and things realize, start coming like, back. Actually, wait, why was she handcuffing her to the table? You know, you start thinking like, yeah. wouldn't you just finish the job? But obviously it's personal, wasn't it? Totally and she different. was saying stuff like at the end, she was saying, Oh, you could have taken me with you, but you decided not to. Like, what? What are you on about? So, because at, at that point, we we're thinking, Oh, you, you could have taken Red. Actually, it's Red saying you could have, and it's Adelaide saying you could have taken me back with you, but obviously, you can't. Madness, honestly, <laughs> unbelievable stuff. And you're just like, <laughs> Holy shit. And then that's what the, I felt more of the beauty of it was that. This is like, I've been rooting for the wrong person the whole film. That was yeah. the beauty for me yeah. when it came out. And I didn't pick it up until, well, I picked up a little bit maybe throughout when it was, when she started, you know, when towards getting towards the end. But, mm. but when it actually happens, it hits you really well because of the way yeah. she's talking. And obviously she's dancing down at the bottom yeah. and, and red or Adelaide, whichever one, the one, the switch yeah. one at the top is getting all the, getting all the praise. And yeah. then that's when, obviously, you realize, how can she talk? But the others are making these horrible screaming noises. There you go. How can yeah. she talk? And that's yeah. the next one where you think, okay, she can talk because she still remembers from when she was a little kid that she can mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. But then she's the only one with any kind of little bit of education or thought that she can turn these people then into an army. Exactly. Exactly. And that's fucking nuts. Just unbelievably yeah. nuts. It is, but yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there was there's other theories. Um, one of the theories, uh, there's actually loads <laughs> of really good scenes yeah. in this. Um, especially the sons. Um, the girls were great yeah. as well. I thought there's... they they interacted really good. I think the girl did a great double role job, and I think that the kids, when when mm-hmm. you talk about Red and her kids, into or let's say. Which one should we call Jason, isn't it? Yeah, which which one should we call Red? The actual one is Red, or should we call Red is the one? Let's call it Adelaide. Adelaide is actually the one that has been switched, but no, is Adelaide, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're getting confused. Okay, Okay, so the one that was the... the (laughs) Basically, the one (laughs) underground is Red. We'll just do it that way. Yeah. 
And yeah, so, yeah. so Adelaide, the way she doesn't want the shadow children to die was another start of the giveaway because you're just thinking, yeah. why did she not want to kill? And she's shushing the girl that's like bent in half. Yeah. In this. But the, the reason why we're so confused is because we actually, if you were to see your sons and daughters, I mean, you, I don't know if you've got kids, haven't you? So like, if you were to see doppelgangers of your daughters or your son, like, would you want them to die? Even if you saw them, so at one, at well, one if stage, they were trying thinking, to murder you. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. But maybe you know, you you not you don't know until you actually in that situation. I agree. So, if you was to see somebody who looked like them, maybe you'd think different. And I think that's what was trying to convince the audience that she had mother oh, tendencies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. When in reality. She was like, actually, these could have been my kids. Yeah. In reality, that was the truth. These could have been yeah. mine. And would I want them to yeah. die? No, I wouldn't. That's why she was sh- shushing them. They wouldn't know. Yeah. And then again, with the boy, yeah, he, he basically followed what Jason did, backing off. Yeah. And he put him into the, he put, put him, him into, into the, the fire. Into the fire. And she was yeah. trying to stop him. Yeah. But he, but here's the thing, like, you don't realize he's going backwards. No. Like, it's so weird because I thought, okay, maybe he's going to light it. And that's why she's saying, no, 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 don't do it. Mm. But it's only when he's obviously going into the fire, you actually realize what's going on. But the reason why Jordan Peele is so clever is because in the trailer, and if you watch the trailer again, Jason's coming, or Pluto, the the doppelganger, the yeah. tethered, yeah. is actually coming out of the fire. Yeah, so they've tried to Not fool you. It. So yeah. yeah, so he's actually rewinded it. He's put it in reverse, and it's just it's just crazy, man. It's brilliant, and I think I think that's where a good lead into another fan theory. In that, at the end of the film, the kids looking at his mom, mm. or, or looking at Adelaide in a really weird way, because he's he witnessed knows. her s- yeah. stab that kid. You know, go a bit mental. Um, yeah. had to prove herself to him. By holding his hand, that it's me, you're safe. Remember at the end, they've got yeah, this little yeah, thing exactly. they do with their hands, and yeah. she's had to prove it to him because obviously he doesn't know which one's which, because she yeah. could talk to. So he's had to prove it, but she's had to prove it like that. And then that that bit there, the way she's looking at him, it, I mean, he's looking at her. A lot of people have, and and I think it was you that brought it up to me first. Was yeah. that he's also switched? Possibly. Like this is one of my theories. Like I had. When I was watching it, I was like, maybe he was switched when he was younger because the other one had burnt his mouth, so they'd gone and switched them. Now, that's, that's a possibility. I mean, if you think about him, he's not like the other kid. He's not like the others. He doesn't really know any words. He's not talking about certain things. He doesn't understand what the song meant. I mean, he could, he could just be a kid, you know? <laughs> Um, I mean, he was saying like stuff like anal and, you know, like you don't come up with stuff like that. I mean, if you've been taught by the one on the ground, maybe it'd be different. And uh, maybe that's the reason why he's talking different. So it could be an opportunity. It could be a chance that he's been, sw- he's been switched later on. And there's something else that I noticed, like the way he was holding that statue was like the way they were holding the scissors. 
And I know um, when they went to go kill the doppelgangers at the, um, what was it, um, Kitty's house, like the twins' house, like certain things like that was, was quite weird. And I thought maybe potentially he could have been a switch previously, which is why he doesn't know doesn't know much about the trick that he does. He was like, oh, this trick, I've learnt this trick, but I don't know where I've learnt it from, mm. you know? It could have been that, or he could just obviously not know, and he's accidentally once lit, and lit the flame and the one underneath has lit the uh, match and uh, got, got burnt. Now, you're not the only one that has this theory. There's been, you know, Vulture, um, you know, uh, the, the actual online website and. Alright, um, now. They've, they, this, this theory's come from someone on Reddit and, um. Right. Obviously, mirroring your theory, huh? Tethered, right. Okay. Tethered theory. Oh, okay. um, uh, yeah, there you go. And, um, they've. <laughs> 11, they've 11. <laughs> so they've compiled a list of origins to support your, your theory here. And, uh, I'm just gonna read a little bit of this. In the third oh, act right. of. I've not read this. Okay, in the third on. act of us, it's revealed that Lupita Young's Adelaide Wilson and her subterranean double red swap places when they were children. In the film's final scene, Adelaide Red gives her son a knowing smile and he pulls the werewolf mask, his comfort item, down over his face. According to this theory, Jason and his double also swap places at some point, possibly when the Wilson family visited the beach house the previous summer or maybe years earlier, which would explain why Pluto appears to be stuck in a toddler state, crawling around and struggling to speak. That makes sense, given that the flashbacks yeah. to Adelaide's red childhood reveal her parents fretting over her seeming, seeming inability to speak. Now, one key to this theory is Michael Jackson's thriller video, which is featured on the shirt young oh. Adelaide wears. The smile she gives Jason at the end of Us Mirrors, the devilish grin Jackson gives at the end of his video. And what? when Jason pulls... <laughs> The mask over his face, it could also be read as an acknowledgement of a shared secret. He is too. He too, sorry, is a monster. There's also a scene at the beach where Jason's digging, well, digging tunnels. Yeah, yeah, he's digging tunnels and he says, oh, I'm digging a tunnel, yeah. Why would you dig a tunnel? Yeah, and possible reference to his maybe, origins. So Maybe he feels he's different and that's why he's like... Exactly, he's not sure I yet, feel, is he? Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure, maybe I'm different. I think the, but the most convincing evidence involves Pluto, the only tethered, the only tethered who doesn't try to kill his untethered counterpart yeah. and who mirrors Jason's actions. According to the film's mythology, the tethered were created in an attempt to control their above ground doubles. As, and Jason seems to, 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 to be able to control Pluto fairly easily. So what do you think of that? That, do you think that's one of the, uh, do you think that's the film's mythology that the, the tethered are, are create are, are controlling the ones above? I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, it should be the other way around, really. I mean, if it is that way around, then everything we've just said is is rubbish, really. But how can um, that be possible? I don't think that's the mythology at all. No, I don't think it is. Because why would they want to come out, right? Hmm. So, I mean, it would it would be. I think they've got it the wrong way around. I this is why when you first brought it up to me. Yeah. I thought the kid just figured out that these are this is my shadow. I can back off and heal back into the fire. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I thought he wasn't swapped. I think mm-hmm. it's a it's a great fun theory to have, but personally I don't I don't believe it. I don't believe mm-hmm. it. I just think there's he's just weird. He's just a weird kid. 
He's yeah. just a weird kid. That's could all. just be a weird kid that's curious. Yeah, absolutely. And he's just got some weird and... things about him. And yeah, it worked last year, the, the thing. But it couldn't have been a year. If it was going to happen, I'd understand it was a couple of summers or, you know, when he was a kid, a baby kid, that they swapped him. Yeah. But I, I cannot believe that it was a year yeah. before. You don't turn into like a baby type mode where you're just crawling around all the time on all fours yeah. within a year, personally. So that one seemingly can't, I don't think I could, I'm sold on. Okay. That's, that's, that's fine. I mean, to be honest, I'm a bit iffy, but I mean, there must be something about the kid. Cause obviously he knows. He Definitely knows something, something about the kid. No yeah. doubt. He's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you got any other theories on, um, on us? Not really. I think in the grand, grand scheme of things, that's, that's basically the message. I think the message behind the film, I understand. Within the film, I mean, there's a, there's loads of theories, isn't there? There's loads of theories, but I think that's, that's mainly it. The, J- the Jason one was quite intriguing because there must have been something wrong with the kid. But then again, the rabbits as well, like rabbits. I mean, why rabbits? Is it because they're easy to, they reproduce quite a lot? Is it because they're the first animals to have ever been cloned? What is it? Is it, is there some significance there? What do you think, Gags? I don't, I don't know what the rabbit, you know, um, is it because they live underground? Yeah, that was one of the things that I thought first of all, oh, they've got rabbit holes. So they're, they're, they're they're kind of like, it's like an illusion, you know, they just go down and they go and stay with the, uh, the, the tethered. That's where they Mm -hmm. go. They don't actually live in these rabbit, uh, these holes. How can they live in these holes for, you know, all that time? It's impossible. So, you know, uh, Wow, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, what else could they be? It just—I don't know. I don't. It makes know. you think. It makes you think. I think that's the, that's that was the main thing. It had it had you thinking. Even at the trailer, you had you thinking. Like, what are these? Like, this is the freakiest thing I've ever seen. Like, but when you watched it, it, it wasn't that scary. It was just actually quite intriguing. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the film's mirror. It's a mirror image. But it's um it's a weird one, it's a, it's yeah. a weird one for me. Apart from that, let's talk about some of the some of the performances. What about what actually? You know what? You're the filmmaker yeah. here. What well, did you think about how he how he made the film? What did you think about the direction? The well, what kind of things did you come from? What 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 I mean, stood out? Honest, for you? I can't even. I mean, how can I comment about it? the guy's the guy's world class? Is is the best at the minute, in my opinion. He really is the best director at the minute. Not even director. Like it's the best writer at the minute. Storyteller like, as well. Yeah, exactly. Like 100%. And uh, everything's just done p- perfectly. Like how the music, like he even came up with the music, man. Like he understood as a kid that that, that song was actually quite scary. I was like, when I first song? listened to that, I've got five on it. That's not scary That's, for me. I love it. But, no, exactly. But for him, he saw it as a horror song. What the fuck? He, he mentioned this in an interview. He's like, ever since I first heard that song, I was like, I thought it had quite a scary riff. I was like, how did you even like figure that out? And he was like, dun, 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 dun. it's quite scary. I'm like, mm. no, not to me. <laughs> you know, so um, the guy's imagination is just is second to none, really. Like everything. I don't even know how you start writing something like that. But he's always mentioned 
in interviews that he always makes, he always writes about what he loves to read. So I think as a filmmaker, it kind of, I'll be honest, this film is kind of inspired me to, to basically write something that I love, that I'd love to read. And I think that's the main thing. Like he just, he does, he just does such amazing films. I can't really talk about what's good about it because everything was good about it. Everything. Mate, there's, there's loads of other theories of how it's a government experiment and the rabbits well, show that. And yeah, you know, it it's, just, I mean, there's, there's loads of shit that you yeah. can delve into with, with what people are saying, but. Well, here's the thing, like in the first scene, if, well, not the first scene, but the scene where they're going in the car. Mm. Um, I think it's the girl, isn't it? Who says, um, is it Zora? Zora says, um, what did she say? She mentioned something about fluoride in the water. Yeah. There's this fluoride in the water. So automatically you're like, this is a government film. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> okay. He's like, why did she even like bring that up? Why did he even write that into the script? Because unless it doesn't move, like you only write something that moves the script forward or the message forward. You only write some, like if, if you, if there's a choice between writing something that has no relevance and not writing anything at all, you would always write something. You would always never write anything at all. So the fact that that was actually in the script means there's some sort of agenda. Like, what is he trying to say? Is this a government film? Is it something that's basically what he's trying to say is there's something going on? Is he giving away secrets? <laughs> or is he, with his last two films, telling you all to get out of the US? <laughs> that's brilliant. You know, something that just come to my mind, mate. Because um, Pluto was burnt, right? Yes. So imagine if... They both had the toy, didn't they? They both had the yeah. toy. So yeah. you know every time that that Jason's yeah. trying it at the top. Yeah, he's burning him. He's burning him at the bottom. Exactly. That's exactly what he's doing. And that's 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 the thing. That was the reason why. That was the reason why he burned himself. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. It's oh crazy, isn't it? God, yeah, it's 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 oh my god, it's mental. <laughs> it's just mental. Right. Um what else can we talk about? On, uh, and what's left on this. I think there's, I think, I mean, let's talk about some of the, the actors. Uh, I, I personally, I mean, the, the main role, obviously, Lupita yeah. Young is, Young yeah. is, is brilliant. You know, she's, that she's is, she has to get a nomination for this. It, it would be a travesty if she didn't, she must. And I think at the minute, I know it's quite a long time away. It's next February and it's only March and it's the first month. But if she's not nominated for this, this she has to be i mean she's already won one so i think she's obviously in with the academy anyway but they must nominate her for this film for best lead actress 100 percent. did daniel kaluuya get uh, nominated for his he did he got nominated but he didn't win yeah and he's he was fantastic too yeah he was fantastic and there's something uh, i want i've picked up on with um jordan peele but how he makes his actors cry Mm. It's very um, unique because you don't really see it much, and I've I found out like with 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 Daniel Kaluuya and and Lupita Nyong'o is a very um, it's a very unique way in which they cry, and like is is there any significance in that? So I, I'd love to see in his next film what he does because 
there's always someone crying in one of his films. Yeah, and they're not even, I mean, they're not sad, are they? They're horrors. Absolutely. They're, they're proper, so, I mean, there's one yeah. actor, actor in this movie who's a big name, a real big name. Elizabeth mm-hmm. Moss appeared. And yeah. I couldn't believe when I saw that she was in that she's doing such a small role, but... Um, but it's, yeah. it's Jordan Peele, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Jordan yeah. Peele. So anybody would want to work for him. And she's from, yeah. you know, the, the Handmaid's Tale, Mad Men, yeah. two of the things that I've loved her in. And mm-hmm. I thought yeah. there was a scene in this movie where she got to show, because it, otherwise it was, if the tether didn't turn up, her role was shit. It was just a normal American white woman, just rich and nonsensey, yeah. right? But yeah. when the tethered version turned up, there's yeah. one scene in the, in the window where she sees her, you know, her husband dying at the hands of um, Gabe. And, uh, oh, my goodness, the crying to the laughter, how she turns, she's just fucking unreal. She was... Yeah, it's just, like, everything. So, like, even putting the makeup onto the scissors and cutting herself. Oh, my God. Why would she do it? Like, yeah, because I think, obviously, they never had... I don't think they've ever had lipstick in the tunnels have they surely they must have been using some sort of substitute yeah so like to actually have lipstick and that scene i thought just it just summed that performance up really she was good yeah she was she was good it was Mm. very small but it was very good i thought and uh, yeah i think all of them actually every single it must be something jordan peele does it the way he casts he did they were all magnificent i thought everybody casting casting as we all know is everything casting is everything Mm. Um, I mean, can you imagine somebody else other than Lupita Nyong'o in that role? I, I can't now. Can't think of anyone else in that role, to be honest. So, uh, no, I did a fantastic job. No, I thought it was. Is there, I, I mean, overall, I think a movie made in this way that has mm-hmm. so many different meanings or meanings that you can take out just shows the quality, doesn't it, of of yeah. uh, Jordan Peele, I think that's the, exactly. the final say. Really, is there anything else that you want to cover on um, on us, mate? I think the box office has done well as well. It's a oh yeah, hundred mil. Is it seventy million in the first weekend? Yeah, hundred mil which now. Which is for a yeah, non-comic book film, now. it's not bad at all. Because <laughs> that's where oh, the mate, money is. The, the money's all in comic book films at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Because it's got they've got an audience, haven't they? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Um, it's been a pleasure speaking to you about this movie, Iqbal. Is there anything else that you think we haven't covered that you would like to cover before I'm we go? Sure, I'm sure something will come up later on, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to be honest, there's always talking points after you go, it's like, oh, in hindsight. But, no, I think we've covered the majority of the points. Um, and, obviously, hopefully we've not spoiled it for anyone who hasn't seen it, even if we have trust me go and watch this film like it will open up your eyes because this metaphorically is one of the most important films that you'll see this year brilliant movie uh what can't wait to watch it for a second time i thought it was a fabulous watch the first time um obviously i watched it i, I didn't pick up on this uh the middle class thing uh that that iqbal has brought up which is again makes it even better in my view uh, when you watch it, that this is the type of message that Jordan uh, Peele site trying to send. Uh, any movie with the overall message in it as powerful as that and delivered as powerfully as that uh, is is magnificent for me. Uh, wow. Wow. So, yeah, one of the best films you'll see in the last 18 months or so or since Get Out, at least. So make sure you go and watch it. And uh, I think that's probably the best way to end the show, Iqbal. 
Yeah, perfect. Okay, thank you so much, Iqbal, for joining me and giving me your time on Buzz. This is another podcast done, and uh, we'll be back with more. There's the OA Season 2 to do. I, uh, you know, that'll be coming up shortly, I'm sure, once I've binge-watched the season, uh, with Joey Connors and uh, Simon Dowling also joining me to do that one. There'll be more. I'm sure there'll be more. Uh, lots of podcasts to come. Uh, so, yeah, stick with Buzz. And uh, we'll see you next week. Network.